This podcast is sponsored by the FG Barnes Group, with showrooms in Canterbury and Maidstone, offering a range of new and approved used cars, including MG, Seat and Vauxhall. Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Thanks ever so much for downloading today's podcast on Thursday the 16th of June. Hope you're okay in the hot weather. First today, the Deputy Prime Minister says the UK could potentially ignore rulings by the European Court of Human Rights. It's after they've stopped a flight carrying asylum seekers to Rwanda. Dominic Raab insists the controversial policy will put people off crossing the channel to Kent in small boats. It was first announced during a visit to Kent by the Prime Minister earlier this year and has faced an awful lot of criticism. Well, charities are among those who've launched legal action to try and stop it. We've been speaking to Hannah Jacobson from the charity Refugees, which is based in Tunbridge Wells. She says the policy isn't needed and they'll continue to fight against it. It's just a massive, massive cost to the taxpayer um, in order to send just a handful of people um, away from the UK who could easily be rehoused, um, you know, and resettled for just a fraction of that cost. We have noticed, you know, such a stark difference in how the government is treating um, Ukrainian refugees as opposed to other refugees coming from different areas, the Middle East, um, Africa. Um, you know, such hostility, and yet the refugees from Ukraine have been open, um, you know, welcomed with open arms, um, you know, celebrated all the things we're doing to help them and to integrate them and to give them a fresh start. And yet the same just doesn't apply to these people. People are terrified. Um, they finally reach a place where they think that they can be safe. And it, you know, it's been a very treacherous journey, very stressful, um, you know, extremely difficult for them to finally arrive, to just be told that, you know, that their right to actually choose where they're going to seek asylum is just being, um, you know, waned and they're just being sent to, you know, 4,000 miles away to Rwanda. Um, it must be a pretty terrifying ordeal. Our aim really is to inc- improve conditions in an ideal world for refugees so that they don't have to make treacherous journeys um, and so they can stay where they are. And, you know, they're obviously being pushed away from where they are. You know, it's not appropriate for them to stay in France. It's dangerous. They're, tor- you know, regularly kind of tormented. Um, they have their possessions taken by the police. Uh, there's nowhere for them to set up home and, and live safely. And the same in a lot of other European countries as well. So, yeah, I don't think it's actually going to deter them um, because people are just desperate. They wouldn't be making this journey unless they really had to anyway. We have an online aid shop where people can basically buy aid items for refugees directly. Um, so you can log on, you can buy a sleeping bag, um, a jacket, a, a food box, something like that. And um, instead of getting delivered to you, it gets delivered to refugees in the country that you choose. More legal challenges are taking place in the UK courts, so the next flight might not be for another few weeks. Kent Online News. Other top stories for you today add the mum of a Ramsgate teenager who died after falling from a cliff has called for the Education and Health Secretaries to ensure young people with certain disabilities are given more support. 13-year-old Sammy Albin Stanley had Prader-Willi syndrome, autism and anxiety and died in April 2020, four days after being found unconscious. At the start of an inquest last year, his mum criticised the lack of help they'd received and is now demanding urgent action from the government. 
teenagers been locked up for 10 years after sexually assaulting a woman he'd met in a nightclub in Ashford. Haftam Etabarak followed the victim into an alleyway and attacked her after she left the venue last July. The 19-year-old from Pavilion Road in Folkestone denied the offences but found guilty following a trial. He's now been sent to a young offenders institution. We now know when the man who murdered Kent PCSO Julia James will be sentenced. Callum Wheeler attacked her with a railway jack as she was walking her dog near her home in Snowdown in April last year. The 22-year-old from Sunshine Corner Avenue in Alsham will be jailed for life but will find out the minimum amount of time he'll serve on the 8th of July. Now, a heat health warning for Kent has been upgraded as temperatures soar. There's now a level three alert ahead of tomorrow, which is going to be over 30 degrees. The conditions for an official heat wave are expected to be met and we're being urged to stay safe in the sun. People living in flats in Whitstable fear they could be a nasty accident because communal decking has gone rotten and become unstable. Some families have even stopped their children playing outside after a little girl hurt her ankle while her scooter went down a hole. Victoria Brown lives in St Andrews Close and says it's incredibly dangerous. The nails are sticking out, the wood's rotting, there's gaps in between them. I believe and I know if it's not done and dismantled, there's going to be somebody who's going to trip over, get a splinter, a big piece of wood in their leg, or they're going to get a nail in their leg or arm, or they're going to break, fall over and break their head open. Or it's, it's, it's serious. This has been going on and on and on, and you know it's just not being. Nothing's being done. The council say they've been contacted about it and are in the process of assessing what work needs to be done. This podcast is sponsored by the FG Barnes Group with car dealerships in Canterbury and Maidstone. There are calls for more ticket machines at a busy railway station in Kent because commuters are missing their trains while having to queue for them. Only two are available at the recently rebuilt Rochester station, which was used by more than half a million people last year. Operator Southeastern say they're in the process of rolling out barcode ticketing, which will make the process of buying a ticket much easier. Well, quite a few of you have been commenting on this one online. This is what some of you have to say. Well, Hello Medsway wrote these problems are a bad advert for Medsway and Rochester as a tourist destination if people are struggling to get tickets. Meanwhile, Peter wrote ticket machines are absolutely archaic. It should be able to be done via an app in seconds. We live in a cashless society. Meanwhile, Racer88 wrote it's crazy that paper tickets are still needed. The barcode tickets on a phone should have come in a long time ago. They're good enough for air travel, concerts, motorsport events and many other ticketed venues. Cheaper for the company, more convenient for most users and better for the environment. The minority without a smartphone would then face much shorter queues as well. Railway companies really need to drag themselves into this century. And finally, Debs Bow wrote best answer is to bring back more manned ticket offices. I'm an anti-self-service machine anywhere. They freak me out and that causes embarrassments and cues behind me. Well, we'd love to know what you think as well. You can comment online or via our socials. 
Now there's anger among customers in Maidstone after a vegan cafe decided to add cheese, egg and fish to its menu. Viva Las Vegan in Earl Street has faced backlash online, with some accusing the business of putting profits over ethics. The cafe's responded by saying it recently had a change of owner and wants to cater for vegetarian and pescatarian people as well. It's now planning to remove vegan from its name. An objection's been put in about plans for a new Audi store in Ashford over fears it could spook horses. The supermarket wants to build a second store at Waterbrook Park in the town off the A2070, but the land is currently split by a bridle weight that would have to be moved. An equestrian society reckons that would be dangerous with horses ending up too close to the road. If approved, the store would create 50 jobs. Now, a Kent campaigner says the government's heading in the wrong direction when it comes to tackling air pollution. There are calls for more money to be made from taxing petrol and diesel to be used to improve public transport. Lucy's been chatting to Maidstone Green Party councillor Stuart Jeffrey on Clean Air Day. We have a real problem with air pollution in this country and, and the wider world. Um, we know that at least 40,000 people are dying each year as a result of poor air quality. At a very local level, that, that's sort of somewhere around 70 people in Maidstone every year dying because we've got poor air quality. So um, it, is, it is a fundamental problem that we need to address. And, and therefore, things like um, Clean Air Day are, are really, really important for raising awareness because it is an invisible killer, um, but it is a killer. Kent suffers because of the volumes of traffic coming through it. Plus, it's um, you know on, on on the edge of the busiest shipping lane I think in the world with the amount of traffic going through the, the through the channel. Um, and and a lot of those ships use some very very dirty fuel, um, and and the fumes from that tend to hit Kent. So we have got a combination of problems, uh, and you know coupled with things like the desire for wood burning stoves, which create significant localised pollution for um, for people. So there's a lot of specific problems um, with the way we're living at the moment that um, need need some solutions. Um, cars, Dartford Crossing, the, the proposed um, Lower Thames Crossing, they're all going to significantly increase the, the volume of traffic on our roads. And we saw a big reduction in vehicles on the roads, obviously, during lockdown. Do you think we've learned any lessons from that? I know some people are still sort of working from home a bit more and perhaps, you know, cutting down on those unnecessary journeys. Or do you think we're just sort of back where we started? I mean, we're nearly back where we started. I mean, it's clearly not quite as bad as it was pre-lockdown. Um, but the, the rhetoric from national governments demanding people go back to offices is frankly wrong. People are productive and working from home. Yeah, I mean, by all means, visit the office once a week, twice a week. But, but actually, um, staying at home drastically reduces um, the amount of travel for those who can. And what better savings can you make than uh, at this time with, with petrol prices through the roof? We really have to change the way we're working. The high prices um, themselves could be part of a solution. The, the, the increased taxes that are coming in, let's see, I want to see the government putting that money into, into public transport, into making it easier and cheaper for people to travel um, in ways that, that don't, inv- that, that avoid them driving places, I think absolutely has to be part of the solution for the future. 
so we've spoken about you know what changes the government can make um is there anything that you would say people can do on an individual level if they're thinking you know on clean air day about ways they can maybe help clean up pollution a little bit i mean ultimately lobby your politicians people who are in power to make decisions or or, or able to influence decisions on a local level at national level write to your mp um that's probably the best thing that people can do at an individual level it is really difficult to, to make a difference on something like air pollution i mean clearly decide not to put the new wood burning stove in think about cycling more walking more but you know you've probably thought about that already given the cost of petrol so lobby and and challenge those elected people who are, are there to represent you because that's where the change now needs to come from. The government's heading in the wrong direction. We need to turn the government round and our MPs are the people um, ultimately with, with the power to do that. Kent Online News. A Medway farm has extended a deal to sell apples and pears to Aldi. AC Gotham and Son has been supplying fruit to the supermarket since 2016. They will now be available at another 180 stores. Full details have been released for plans to regenerate Sheerness. The council is applying for £20 million from the government's levelling up scheme, but dropped the idea for a new swimming pool after being forced to slash their budget. They're focusing on proposals for a cafe, adventure golf and outdoor gym. You can see how it might look at Kent Online. Now, while quite a few of us might have started a new hobby during lockdown, one Kent man decided to focus his efforts on collecting football shirts. Baz Davison from Folkestone decided to try and find a full set of tops from the 1994 World Cup, which was played in America when England didn't even qualify. He's been speaking to reporter Rhys Griffiths. Got into collecting football shirts from about 1995, um, just when I fell in love with football um, and then the kind of like the last couple of years when it was like COVID and lockdown kind of escalated from there. So, Yeah. And what is it you uh, really love about collecting? Um, finding the um, holy grails of football shirts, the rare of the shirt, um, just the designs of them. Um, my collection is mainly retro football shirts um, and yeah, just sort of like nostalgic reasons as well with that era. So. Yeah. And tell me a little bit about your 94 collection then and how that all came about. So it started fairly recently, which is in December. And um, yeah, I just started off with one shirt, which was the Brazil shirt, and then decided, right, I'm going to go for it. And there was 22 shirts that were available out of 24. And the two that weren't available were Saudi Arabia and Cameroon. And so, yeah, I managed to sort of like pretty much was getting two a month and then it just snowballed from there. So, yeah. And what sort of lengths did you have to go to 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 get the shirts? The most bizarre story I could tell on one of the shirts, although I can't remember which show which it was now, but it was on sort of like Christmas Eve, waking up at about 3am in the morning to go on a Japanese auction website to bid for a shirt. And luckily enough, I got it. So it was worth it. And you can see the collection over at Kent Online. Kent Online Sports. Cricket and Kent have beaten Gloucestershire to claim their first victory in the county championship this season. The home side easily reached a target of just 88 runs in their second innings at Canterbury yesterday. Kent have moved up to seventh in the Division 1 table. They're back in T20 action tomorrow with a trip to Hampshire. In football, a former Maidstone schoolgirl has been named in the England squad for this summer's Women's Euros. Manchester United forward Alessia Russo went to 
to St Simon's Stock and already has five caps to her name, scoring a hat-trick in a win against Latvia last November. England's first game in the tournament, which is on home soil, is against Austria next month. Elsewhere, Gillingham have added to their midfield options with a signing from the Premier League side Brentford. 20-year-old Dom Jeffries has joined the Gills on a permanent deal, though we've not been told the length of his contract. The Welshman had previously been at Cardiff City and Newport County. And Kent hockey player Grace Bolston says growing up in Canterbury helped prepare her for her international career. The 29-year-old's been named in the England squad for this summer's Commonwealth Games. She played with stars like Nat Seymour and Jen Wilson in Canterbury before moving to Hampstead and Westminster. Well, that's all for today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And you can now get access to the ad-free Kent Online premium site by subscribing at kentonline.co.uk forward slash subscribe. And whilst you're on the site today, you can check out our guide to the best beer gardens in Kent as that hot weather continues. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online podcast. This podcast is sponsored by the FG Barnes Group, with showrooms in Canterbury and Maidstone, offering a range of new and approved used cars, including MG, Seat and Vauxhall.